Hey everybody, welcome to The Remedy. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelaresco, and you're listening to us live on the Microeffect Broadcasting Network. You can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com. Then click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save the planet, brainstorm, cooperate. Good, it's a good idea. <laughs> I also am published on several different sites, ByeBuseGuy.com, Ryan396.com, SnewLaVit uh, on her site, on the YouTube, I believe, channels. You can go check her out. Uh, plus at AugmentedForce.com, which you'll find a plethora of information that may help you get you through another day. Another day in this life, another day in paradise. Okay, I want to... Let's get started on the whole nano thing again because I at the last show we, did, we had a couple people in the chat room that had some ideas and I want to really emphasize the need to have your facts I want to emphasize the need to have your 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 um, your head on straight when it comes to certain things because there's going to be a lot of things out there coming down the pipe it's already coming down the pipe where you are going to be completely contorted with half-truths, half-baked ideas, touchy-feely concepts, new-agey perspectives, whatever the case may be. Um, and when it comes to health and alternative health and things of this nature, I mean, there is something to be said about regulating it, and there's something to be said about not regulating it. Not to regulate it because then there, there's nobody in control. In other words, the, it's the buyer beware. In other words, you have to do the research on your own to find people that you find are legitimate and or can really be of help to you. And there is something to be said about kind of putting in control measures because you get too many things going on that isn't shouldn't be said. But the problem with the control measures is who's in control. So if you get the FDA, the USDA, and any other branch, health protection branches, they will control it so that you will only get what they want you to hear or what you they want you to get. So the dilemma is there, and it's a difficult dilemma, and I understand it. I mean, I'm all for freedom of speech and freedom of expression and having pers you know total freedom in the choices of alternatives that you choose. Um, I'm not into any kind of government interference whatsoever because every time the government touches something, it dies. That's the name of the game. Every time the government touches something, if it's viable, if it's economical, if it's profitable, if it's viable, li uh, livable, they will kill it. It's almost as if any time we do anything of anything positive, Governments come along and shoot it down. It's almost as if the governments are aliens that are attacking the citizens of this country. It almost appears that way. It almost appears that every time somebody has a great idea to save the planet or to do something of any, uh, any substantial uh, impact to create a, a more doable or a more viable or more positive concept of life, Governments will kill it, or government institutions will kill it. Regulations do nothing but kill anything that's alive. It's the way it is. The letter of the law kills it, as it says. Well, that's what regulations do. They kill. 
So when I hear people making comments about nano, nanotechnology, nanobiology, synthetic biology, I hear a lot of things across the board. 99% of the time, it's just a lot of hooey. Just a lot of hooey, just a lot of nonsense, uh, opinions, feelings, touchies, whatever. And when you got so much information out coming on the internet where people are actually showing you things on their bodies, things in their skin, things on the food. I just had a young guy uh, contact me on, the U on Yahoo. Um, he said, Tone, I just got my, my ocular. I started looking at my food and it depressed the hell out of me. He was in everything. And I wrote him back and says, well, now you know the nature of the beast. Now you know who you're really fighting. What you're really fighting. Not some mojo, not some mumbo jumbo, not some guru concept, not some thing. This way you don't waste your money on buying things that aren't going to do anything for you. And even some of the things may actually perpetrate or propagate the... Uh, acceleration of the assembly of these particles and he wrote me back another email he sent me a picture of his skin and he saw the fullerene on his skin another wire laying there blue wire and I got to tell you this this is becoming more the norm for me there's an undertone going on right now in, or an underground of people that you're not seeing in the health food industry or in the mainstream or in anything on the YouTube that much that are that's going to surface and it's going to surface in huge 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 volumes and it's going to shock a lot of you because you're thinking that because you don't see it prominent right now it's being suppressed and suppressed heavily the amount of people around you all about you that has actually got these afflictions activated. If you haven't been activated, don't worry. Your time is coming, I assure you. And I'm going to show you one way how it's coming. I was looking at some uh, information. I was looking at all kinds of things today on refracted light because I'm going to do a show on refracted light and how it too is activating the nano on the skin and on the surface and how it's, and how it's destroying your body. Because our, our bodies are able to take particles of light and absorb them. We can't handle waves of light, and because the light's being refracted by the chemtrails, you're being hit with waves, waves of light. That's why people are having skin cancers today, because between the wave of light, which is a type of electromagnetic frequency hitting the topical part of your skin with the nanoparticles, it's causing undue DNA damage to your skin. Now, when you get hit with terahertz frequencies, which we're all getting hit with through some form or fashion, and a lot of you have been eating nano-loaded uh, foods without you're aware of either, when you understand how nano actually absorbs more water than normal, and it actually contains more hydrogen than normal, and when the terahertz frequencies hit these uh, fullerenes in the body, releasing more hydrogen, amplifying the, the microwave and the infrared hit inside your body, it causes major undue damage to your mitochondria, which causes, you know, uh, it slows down energy production of ATP. So this basically is a very stealth um, uh, Trojan horse 
that slips in past the skin, gets inside about nine centimeters, and starts to break you down. So when I heard someone saying to me, oh, there's good nano and there's bad nano, I said, oh, really? You know, I'm still waiting for somebody to show me their documentation about good nano. I'm still waiting. I can show you. I mean, I'm going to talk about the bad nano or the nano because there's no such thing as good or bad in this situation. It's just a destructive piece of material that they released on mankind and mankind has been using these things and it has never really been thoroughly tested until recently and what they're finding out about it is extremely alarming. So don't think for one minute that you're living in a cushy, uh safe haven no matter where you live. You have governments right now that are going along with these corporations allowing them to use these materials at your expense. Your tax dollars, your medical dollars, every time you go to a doctor and you're buying stuff, you know, you're buying medications, you're buying these things, you're perpetrating or per uh, propagating the technology further and further. Let's talk about cell phones for one minute. Cell phones. I have a document that I was looking at earlier today and they were talking about cell phones and how the cell phones, and they tell you we're emitting a, um, they emit um, electromagnetic fields, high pulses, which again cause all kinds of DNA damage and all kinds of other wonderful issues. Now their answer to it, the answer they had to it was that you would have to have your phone also emit an electromagnetic field that will neutralize the incoming electromagnetic field from your phone or slow it down enough so that it would not um, it would not cause the damage or the problems in regarding your phone hitting you with frequencies. Now I thought isn't that interesting? Your cell phone is also emitting a frequency which is putting out to uh, literally slow down the effect of the oncoming frequency coming to your phone. And as a result, you are now emitting a frequency. Now think about this for one minute. One second, shall we? Let's think about this. You're in a grocery store, you are in a, in a marketplace, you are in a bus, you are in a train, you are in a car, okay, with other people that have a cell phone. This gets really good. So now you guys are all, you know, texting messages, you're playing games, you're, you know, doing selfies, whatever lunatic thing you're doing with the phone. And so as a result, your phone now is emitting a beam to slow down the incoming electromagnetic beam coming at the phone. And you're inside a vehicle, you're inside a store, you're inside a, 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 a bus uh, or inside a train, a plane, wherever you are. That means your beams are hitting the person beside you. So you're literally cooking the person beside you with your cell phone. <laughs> they don't have to kill you. You're going to do it for them. <laughs> Just aim your phone. Hey, I don't like that guy. That guy's an arsewipe. Arse Ding. <laughs> you can look it up. 
You can look it up. It's it's uncanny what they have done. They've given everybody toys that you can now turn and shoot people with your phone unbeknownst to you because you've got to have a cell phone now because if you don't have a cell phone, you might die or you might, you know, something terrible might happen. Something, you know, maybe the, you know, the second coming will come and you won't be able to take a selfie of it or something. I don't know. Or you might, you know, you can't take a selfie of yourself or you can't, you can't have this un, uncontrollable urge to go grab the phone because somebody might be trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> Imagine that. They gave you a toy, a toy that allow you to receive electromagnetic fields, a toy that will allow you to aim a frequency at somebody inadvertently. Let's say somebody just happens to walk in front of you and that beam is going on. You just zap that person. Wow. Lucky them. <laughs> Lucky them. Now, for those of us who don't even have a cell phone, <laughs> we're screwed because we have no way of defending ourselves. <laughs> you have to be minding your own business and there are three people at a bus stop and they all pull out their phone. One's doing some texting, one's doing some yipping, and one's just playing games. And you happen to be in the middle, you're getting triangulated. Oh, it's a, it's a riot when you read these things and you see what they've actually done. And again, nobody, and it's all about convenience or it's all about whatever it's all about. And, um, uh, you know, they are emitting these transistors. I don't really know about the laptop. I would assume if they can pick up a Wi-Fi, they're going to probably have something similar. And they would probably have some kind of transmission. But we're talking cell phone, which has a direct line of beaming. You know, and when you're talking, uh, this was like, uh, now I was looking at this, this was around the 3G mark. So anything above 3G is basically a gun. <laughs> it's a ray gun. Okay. Fire your phasers, uh, Scotty. <clears throat> Set them on stun. <laughs> That's... <laughs> You know, the more you look at all the toys, bells and whistles they've given us, the more you see that no matter what it is, from sex to candy, telecommunications, uh, any kind of technology, clothes you wear, soaps you use, uh, foods you consume, oils that you might be using, lotions and creams you're applying on your skin, things you're using to brush your teeth, things you're using as hygienic uh, 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 tampons or cotexes or whatever what you call, hygienic whatever they're called anyway everything that they have done they have for the sake of your convenience <laughs> have hijacked <laughs> completely women wear tampons has nano silver gets inside they pull it out they leave a nano trail the guys go in, they're exchanging DNA, she's releasing whatever, he's releasing whatever. Uh, I had one guy contact me after he had had intercourse with his wife, told me he took a, went on, looked, looked at his um, manhood under a lens and saw the fibers. He said, holy jumping, decided to wash it really good. 
you know, soaps you use, you know, anything they're telling you that is nano delivery, you better wake up. You know, cell phones, I'm not sure why we need all these features. You know, every time you uh, put a new feature on the phone, you make somebody that much more stupid. And I mean stupid. All of a sudden, instead of activating the brain, you activate a button and it does the thinking for you. You know, it's just, I don't have a cell phone. I think that's one of the reasons why my brain is still functioning because I don't have one of these things that are constantly beaming me in my head. You know, and the, and, and the way it goes in, this is the other thing too, the way it's going in, it's also, it's causing, just by having the phone on you, not, never mind getting beamed by another phone, it, it affects the brain, it affects the eyes, and it causes cancer and causes uh, DNA genetic damage. I'm thinking, holy sh like, why is this even out there? And then a lot of you have kids that have a phone. Talk about planicide. Imagine that. Think about this. You got 30 or 40 kids in a classroom. They're on a break. They all decide to pop their phone to do some texting or some talking or calling mom and dad or whatever because the teacher was being a bit of a dink or whatever. You know, and they're all got their phones going inside of a classroom that's like shooting fish in a barrel kaboom <laughs> you wiped out the whole class and then you wonder why your kids are having diabetes problems or wondering why they're having digestive issues or skin issues or why they're mentally going cuckoo on you or why they're not developing properly. Maybe because they got, they're beaming the hell out of each other with their phones. There was a YouTube out years ago where these guys had their cell phones on popcorn. And somebody tried to poo-poo this thing saying it was all uh, uh, farcical. I don't think that was farcical. These things are emitting a beam. And they're emitting an electromagnetic field to offset an electromagnetic field coming at you. But the problem is now if you are in proximity to other people and they happen to be in the line of fire or in the proximity of those frequencies going out, you've just taken them out too. So when we're looking at some of the tech, you guys might want to really do some investigating on what they're giving you as safe. Or what they deem as safe. And I've even heard that if you look at the manuals of some of these cell phones, they actually tell you not to keep it by your head. Uh, well, if your laptop, my, okay, I've got both. I've got desktops and laptops. When I travel, I use my desk, my laptops. When I'm here in my shop, I use a desktop. I, pr I prefer desktops. They seem to be a lot more sturdier and stabler than the laptops anyway. And I don't and everything's running through cable. So I don't have Wi-Fi going into my my laptop. But laptops have the capacity to run on Wi-Fi. So unless you turn that off, you're gonna get you're gonna get it. You're gonna get you're gonna be emitting frequencies. You gotta remember everything that is about this nanobiology can be impacted by frequencies. Okay, here we go. Let's take let's look at this from another scenario. I'm uh, I'm trying. Let's look at this from another scenario. 
Everybody's got nano. There isn't anybody who doesn't have it. If you're alive on this planet today on terra firma and you've been breathing any air, eating any food, drinking any water, using any kind of soaps, wearing any kind of clothing, driving any kind of cars, living uh, or bus or any means of transportation, you uh, stayed in any hotel, motel, uh, has had any kind of intercourse with anybody that any which way you, you want to talk about, has any kind of relations with anybody, you've got nano. And it's not that the nano was spread because of contact, physical contact with other people. It's because the air itself is saturated with nanoparticulates called chemtrail fallout or chemtrail dust. Nano dust, ultrafine particles, angstrom dust, monatomic materials. Now the thing about nano is nano is smaller than an atom. Can you imagine that? An atom is like one is thirty percent, uh, one one thirtieth of the size of a nanoparticle. One thirtieth of a size. So when we're talking something that small, that's basically almost subatomic, they can get into your cells, into your systems, or whatever. And then when they get together, start communicating with each other to assemble, grow, or uh, manipulate <laughs> their, their activity or alter the DNA, alter whatever. I mean, it's just unbelievable. We are, we are under an assault like we've never been before. And we are in war. And if anybody doesn't think we're in a war, I'm sorry to say you're dead already. This is something that goes way beyond biological. This goes way beyond any kind of just a simple drop of a bomb and we're done with you. This, is, this goes beyond anything we've ever seen. This is basically violating creation at the atomic level. We are mixing DNA with these particulates that have a program operating system. I don't think today, quite frankly, in all the research that I have seen, at the level that I have seen it, I don't think today, and, I, and again, I have other, other, other colleagues that agree with me on this one after we've looked at it, I don't think there's a, a, a health issue today that can't be tied back to 1960 where nanoparticles were first introduced. That includes all your cancers, all your autoimmune disorders, even some of the STDs that are out there and the so-called bacterial infections that keep on reoccurring at, at, at uh, intermittent points in time. I think um, people need to reevaluate. People need to reevaluate what they're taking in because as you can see, from, I, from the reports I get from a lot of you in regard to going to a doctor and uh, not getting any results by the medications you're taking uh, makes you, should give you some indication that what they're giving you isn't touching what you're taking, what you're dealing with. 
like I said, we were giving remedies back 30 years ago up until probably the last 15 years for dealing with cancer. We saw 8 out of 10 people beat the cancers, almost like 8.5 out of 10, beat the cancers with just what we gave. And what we gave was a simple formula with a change of diet. That was it, and, and they, people walked away cancer-free. Now it's probably closer to between 40 and 50% because of the nature of the herbs being contaminated or whatever, and because of the level of saturation of these particulates in people's bodies. The remedies are not as impacting as they once were. So if you're going to a doctor and he's giving you a medication to treat inflammation, but he's not giving you something to deal with what causes the inflammation, then basically all they're doing is giving you a band-aid to cover up the boo-boo. Okay, that's all they're doing. When you're going into the doctor and he's giving you a, a pain medication as an antihistamine or an anti-inflammatory, that's just covering the boo-boo. What is causing the inflammation? What is causing the pain? What is causing the problem? Are they telling you what it is? Are they telling you, well, it's just a simple arthritis? Maybe the arthritis is a form of silico silicon poisoning. Since the silicosis would be uh, predominant in the food supply, and that would be nano. So when we're looking at a lot of the things that we're dealing with today, <laughs> when, you're, when you get understanding the nature of the assault we're dealing with in these times, okay, we're not dealing with just a simple biological pathology. If we're still thinking in those terms, you're, ba you're basically... They have made a left turn at Albuquerque and you have kept going straight. You have to understand that we, it, and it's becoming, like I said, I just I just see it a matter of time, maybe by within the next six months or so, I think you're gonna see more and more people come out and talk more and more about what's going on. It's gonna force the government to come up with some kind of uh, uh, theatrical a cartoon on YouTube or on television to show you that oh we got a drug for that we can take care of this oh yeah I just put the scream on it'll go away <laughs> or something or they'll come up with saying you know, they'll come up with some technological things oh yeah we have this new disease out there and we're working on it and we got you know we got the best medical scientific team on it right now and we'll you know we'll come up with an answer and ten years later oh we need a donation and we need money for research you say hand us money you know just sort of like the Jerry Lewis telethons and all these things all that money thrown at and they have never figured out a cure something's wrong with that picture if you're giving money to charities and supposedly for finding a cure for something and they are getting millions and millions of dollars and they have no cure, you might want to stop giving because they're not looking for one. When we're looking at Frequencies. There, there are a wide variety of ranges of frequencies, and some of them actually benefit you. Some of them in the low, low EMF bands actually have benefits for your body, can help actually turn off some of this programming and help the body expedite or, ex, or um, 
expel a lot of these things in the system, like smart dust, smart tags, smart sensors, which are embedded in your colon, stomach, and part of your esophageal lining. Well, come on back, and we're going to get more into it. We'll see you in a bit. Hey everybody, we are back. We are back to the remedy. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pentelrusco, and you're listening to us live on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Um, we're just talking between the breaks about different things, about towers and um, and what you know what people are talking about in regarding to 5G. Uh, we are no longer, you know, you can't even trust the government officials. I had a guy, a goofball. I gotta call him a goofball. But the, the brain the size of a pea. Actually was believing a government official when he told him that 5G wasn't really up and running. And I had somebody up in the northern part of Quebec tell me they already have it up, they have it running, and it's, and it's affecting people. Now I basically told him, why don't you get off your backside, take a walk on the wild side, and go check it out. You might find that what that person told you is not true. I'm of a little different cut. I don't believe in any government officials. Even if they are telling the truth, I don't believe them. Because if they're telling me the truth, they've got an ulterior motive. <laughs> you know, it's the way I look at them. I mean, I, I have been jaded for too long. I don't fall for that same trap over and over and over again. And none of you should either. If a government official is telling you some horse hockey or telling you what you want to hear, or tickling your ears, you shouldn't be believing them. But I also understand that a lot of you can't help yourselves. Because a lot of you are being pumped with frequencies that are making you conducive to being seduced by a lie. I get that. I get that. You know, some of you are being seduced by these frequencies to just go along because you you don't get that you're being seduced by frequencies. Some of you don't even understand voice-to-head technology yet. Some of you can't even get your head around the fact there are chemtrails above you. It just is, this is sort of mind-boggling to me. On so many levels. Um, if it's obvious, can't see it. <laughs> if it's a lie, you'll believe it. It's the way, it's, I think that's just human nature. I don't know, I could be wrong. Uh, uh, yeah, see, so cyanide has been found in tapioca starch. Whoopie doo. Cyanide is found in a lot of things. Cyanide is found in apple seeds. Cyanide is found in peach, uh, peach pits, apricot pits. Cyanide is found in uh, walnuts as well. 
but it's the cyanide that kills the cancer. In its raw state like that, it won't hurt you. I take cyanide on a daily basis just to keep, just to kill any cancer cells that I may somehow have developed. And all I use is an almond extract in alcohol, not 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 uh, glyco, um, not propylene glycol. So, is cyanide's another one of these things that's overblown to be dangerous, danger, danger, oh, danger. It's nothing dangerous about it unless you take excessive amounts. If you can get an apple that hasn't been sprayed or irradiated and you bite into the seed, just one seed, you should be able to smell the cyanide from about 15 feet away. It'll smell like almost like an almond-like smell. That will save you from cancer. So tapioca is not an issue. That's actually tapioca comes from a plant called cassava or yucca. That's where they make it from. Uh, Sam, it's not that it's getting worse every day. Okay. It's been a crap hole for a long time. Okay. 1960s, 1950s is when they really started ramping it up. But it's been a crap hole for a long, long time. The problem, the thing is now we are waking up and realizing what they have been doing for the last 55 to 60 years. So it seems like it seems like it's getting worse. It's not that it's getting worse. <laughs> it has been a crap hole all along. We're just now coming out, we're just coming out of the seduction. We're just we're coming out of the hypnosis. We're coming out of that Walt Disney fa fantasy world. That's what's that. You ever watch? If you have ever watched The Matrix, they show you a scene where um, um, Neo is talking to Morpheus, and Morpheus turns on the television. And he says, "That's what the world really looks like," and he was correct. What we're seeing is the Disney Channel of the of this version, which really has nothing but one big major pile of rubbish, one big lie. The whole bloody thing's a lie. And when you're looking at you know all that's going on today and everything they they've done and been doing, they have been doing this forever. It seems like anything that has to do with God and His creation, they have been on the on a tear. To hijack it. Like I said, anything we have come up with that would alter and make a change in the way things are going. Why are we still using gasoline? It's an outdated technology. Yet, we got vehicles that can get you over 100 miles to a gallon with the carburation. Yet, that, was, that has been stuffed away. We can use hydrogen to power our cars. We don't need gasoline. We could use just tap water to power your car. You know, but what winds up happening is they, they people who come up with these ideas wind up dead. Because it would alter our history. It would alter our future. It would correct some of the imbalances that have been going on for quite some time. There are over 210 cures for cancer that I'm aware of. I have a book on it. 210 cures. And yet, in the medical industry today, they cannot cure cancer. Why is that? Okay, We are using uh, 
energy wasting materials to create energy when we can do it without these things and have as much or more energy than we know what to do with. Canada sells the bulk of its electricity to the United States. It overproduces so it sells its excess to the US. The whole eastern seaboard is powered by Canadian hydro. So we have at, at our disposal ways and means to make things better, but something, like I said in the beginning of the show, government and government agencies or agencies that work under a government uh, uh, guideline will come in and shoot it down. Why is it the FDA has attacked everything that could cure your system? Why? The FDA was only supposed to be there to make sure everything was safe, not regulate things out of existence that could actually fix your body. And yet the FDA has, done a, has not done a damn thing to stop nano poisoning from affecting every one of us. They have not done a damn thing to stop the chemtrails floating above us. They have not done a damn thing to clean up the water table that the industrial uh, complexes like Ford, GM, and Chrysler have polluted over decades and decades and decades. Yet you talk about vitamin C or ascorbic acid can cure cancer and reverse telomeres damage. Oh my gosh, they will shut that down. Now you're talking about cures. Well, the medical field never talks about cures because they don't have any cures. And if you talk about a cure, you're going to give you're going to do something that they can't do. There are all kinds of cures out there and they've been out there since the early 1800s. They're curing brain cancers, they're curing heart diseases, they're I mean they're rectifying things, they're removing parasites, they're doing all kinds of stuff. And yet today in today's current times with all the technology, with all the artificial intelligence that we have at our disposal to be able to work and come up with ideas to resolve and fix things and correct things and make things better, it just keeps getting worse. And that's because it's that's the plan. That is the plan. That has always been the plan. The United States started off as a country with the government for the people, by the people, and of the people. And the people were the checks and balance of the United States of America. What did they do? They created a corporation out of America called it Corporate America. What did that do? That took away the rights of the people to affect the government because you don't have a government anymore. You have a corporocracy. That's what they did to the United States. Canada never had what America had. Canada has always been under some parliamentary system uh, that actually has always dictated, uh, has been a dictatorship, if anything. So when you're looking at the the undoing of things anything that has any value any merit any hope any progress any positive evolution it will be taken out that's why everything has to be done through word of mouth or through networking personal networking with each other because that's the only way these things can get out to the surface now I'm also telling you that with the nature of the nano and the amount of people that are showing afflictions and infections and lesions and networks in the body. You are seeing this now down in the stages of, of just coming out of the womb. Coming out of the womb. They're seeing all kinds of patterns and, and things coming out of the womb. <clears throat> 
And as a result, these children are coming out with these genetic anomalies or <clears throat> mutagenic anomalies. So when someone tells me, oh, it's, it, we could, there's a positive nano. <laughs> Let me read some stuff about nano. Just so we are clear about how dangerous it is. And some of you have been watching the cartoon on YouTube where these, you know, these NASA representatives are selling some carbon C16 and selling you the idea that it is a great and wonderful product and it's going to extend your life 99 years and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Nobody reads. Nobody looks. Nobody cares. Too busy being entertained by ding-dongs. An additional observation is that modified fullerenes may become more biocompatible if organic or charged addicts are present. Due to the various modifications, fullerenes may resemble cellular components. I've been saying that for quite some time using the term mimetics. Particularly proteins because of the spherical structure um, uh, amp, amp, what is it? Ampelific nature and stable conformation. So it can, because it can resemble a protein, can be taken in by the body. The body won't know the difference. And then it gets hooked up with the DNA. Let me read some more stuff just so we get this clarity here about nano. And if there's really anything good about nano. Because you got to remember something about nano. It's not just a metallic component. It's a program operating system that is functioning to self-assemble, self-repair, self-replicate. And you're going to see these things manifest more and more. Sooner or later, majority of you who don't seem to have anything going on now, I assure you, it will. And if you've got health issues going on now, chances are somewhere in that condition, you'll find this will be the root cause. It says, um, Atomistic molecular dynamic simulations are performed for up to 20 nanoseconds to monitor the formation and stability of complexes composed of single or double-stranded DNA molecules and C60 in aqueous solutions. Despite the hydrophobic nature of C60, our results show that fullerene strongly bind to nucleotides. Nucleotides. You know what a nucleotide is? Maybe, just possibly, you might want to look that up. Now what they found about carbon C60 was because they say it had a hydrophobic nature. This is why these guys are putting it in oil. It actually holds more water. It actually increases the volume of water that it can hold. As a result of the volume of water it can hold, it can actually transfer more poisons into the system because of the flushing effect that it can produce. So when you hear about these guys talking about using carbon C60 to filter the water table in, in nature, it actually can increase the pollution factor of those water tables. Like I said, these guys have got this thing, hoop, they're hooping everybody with it. 
Dividing, actually, hold on. We observed the displacement of water molecules from the region between the nucleotides and the fullerenes, and we attribute the large favorable interaction energies of the hydrophobic interactions. C60 binds to double-strand DNA, either at the hydrophobic ends or at the minor grove of the nucleotides. C60 binds to single-strand DNA and deforms the nucleotides significantly. significantly. <laughs> Still good, eh? Still think it's a good thing? Wipes out your DNA, wipes out the double strands, wipes out the single strands, can bind to it at different levels with different means. Whoa, pretty good. Good stuff. Let's go on. Let's continue to go on. <laughs> the, um, see, where is it here? Oh, they also, it says, fullerenes penetrate into the double helix from the end form. Uh, stable hybrids and frustrate the hydrogen bonds between the end group base pairs and the nucleotides. Okay, with the hydrogen bonds that are there, once you're hit with terahertz frequencies, because again of the nature of the volume of water that it can hold, it releases more hydrogen. As a result, it amplifies the impact of the terahertz frequency range. And you can look this up. Um... Let me read something here. In the study by um, Nakagawa uh, in 2000 level, hydroxylated fullerenes, also named fullerenols, were tested on rat hep hepatocytes, liver, which is what they talk about in that cartoon. The fullerenes showed strong detrimental effects and induced cell death within three hours in the rat liver cells. Furthermore, several crucial cellular factors such as ATP, uh, and thio levels were depleted by the fullerenes. In other words, the body was using the energy and, sh and the sulfur trying to pull this out. The fullerenes were also found to case substantial damage on the mitochondria, uh, mitochondrial membrane, particularly the highly hydroxylated fullerene types, which induced chemical modifications of the lipid molecules. It was found that out of the several membranes of heptocytes, the mitochondrial membrane was affected most negatively. Your mitochondria is your powerhouse. What provides the energy for your systems. This breaks that down. This led directly to dysfunction of the uh, uh, ATP and caused cellular death. C60 makes the hydrophobic particle more hydrophilic. In other words, C60 is water resistant, but it makes but it makes itself more water accessible while introducing other side effects. This mechanism presents a unique and perhaps novel form of toxicity where innocuous molecules such as water are transported by the toxic agent into the domains within the cells where they become detrimental and act as a co-contaminant. This thing will even transfer poisons more efficiently through the body. So when someone says to me that there's good nano and bad nano, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. That's my point. Don't 
just allow yourself to get sucked in to whatever's going on. Uh, so, um, <laughs> when we're talking, the nature of this stuff, see, so it doesn't cost you thousands to get information on Nano. Holy jumping, man. you got to be kidding me. All you got to do is go to the sites that we suggested. You're going to get more than enough adequate information on the topic. Where do you think I'm getting my information? You can go on. You can. There is a, a book site you can go to, and you can pay a $25 donation fee. It'll let, it'll let you download uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of books for free. But this information comes from their side. It's coming from industry. It's coming from medical. It's, <laughs> it's coming from universities. So when you want to talk some talk and you got something you got to say about positive nano, show me what you got. I got a web page on the other end saying there's nothing good about this stuff at all. Mitochondria is not what heats the cell. Mitochondria is what gives the cell its power to function, to communicate, to change, to, to alter proteins. Basically, without your mitochondria, you're dead. And when they hit you with a terahertz hit, it basically cooks your mitochondria. Anyway, before I go on, the MicroEffect Broadcasting Network. You need to know that this is the show and show them what you got by helping them out financially. Give them, give, show them your care. Give them, let them, help them out. You got ByeByeBlueSky.com, Brian396.com, AugmentInForce.com, uh, SmewLoveVeet.com. These are four sites that you can go to to maybe get through another day. And if you're looking for information on nanobiology, synthetic biology, all four sites are in abundance of information in this topic. So feel free to go and explore and understand the nature of the enemy. The enemy is not us. The enemy is within us. I also have a website, augmentedforce.com, with a catalog link. Feel free to access that catalog. I do. I also do consultations. I do. I do have the Triangle. I do have um, all kinds of other products. There's flash drive and so on. I have to let you know, though. Again, I got to remind you, a lot of you, that the mail has been, if anything, iffy. Um, so. If your stuff is late coming to you, it's not that it hasn't been sent out. It's because, or sometimes I do hold back because of the mail. Uh, it's because it may be on its way and may be caught in transit. And some of it, if some of you going to the United States, I, I did have a, an issue. One guy with a triangle, uh, if it crosses the border, it's again, if you're at the mercy of customs there, uh, it's, it's told what it is before it goes there. But they had one guy, they tore his triangle completely apart. So again, learn, watch the YouTube, learn how to make these things. I encourage you to become more self-sufficient in this. It's because again, the things that may help you, they may try to stop. All right, if you need a consultation, again, feel free to call me at 519-977-5351 or you can email me looking for a consultation or anything else on the, on the catalog link at independence at yahoo.com. Um, the link... Well, I told you, brian396.com, augmentinforce.com, 
BlueSky.com, SmuLaVit, S-M-U-L-U-V-E-T.com. You might find what you're looking for and not have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. You can spend them if you like. You don't have to. There are other sites you can go to to get this information. But you might find, um, you might find, let's see if I got it here. Hold on. Uh, you can type in bookforyou.com. Oh, sorry. Bookforyou.org. Okay. Book number four, you.org. Now, they'll give you a freebie and they'll let you have up to five downloads uh, free a day. And if you go to Amazon and give them a $25 donation, then, then you, got, uh, you, got a, you got an archive of data that you will never regret getting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's uh, one person in the chat room, Napper Tersky, says, D- look up DNA as functional material in organic-based electronics. It will make you go, and he had some tongue-speaking language there. You have no idea. You have no idea how they have hijacked you. And they've got everybody in this touchy-feely, uh, touchy-feely, you know, concept. You know, we've got this neutrality. Oh, okay, there's good and bad. There's a good, there's a good demon and there's a bad demon. <laughs> I hear that stuff and I just about cr- cringe inside. Oh, there's a good and bad, eh? I got a, I got a millennial that talks that way all the time. Oh, there's good and bad. Some things are just bad, and some things are just corrupt, and some things are just evil. That's the way it is. That's how it is. We didn't make it that way, but that's the cards that were given to us. And and we have to look at both so you go toward the good. All right, I hear the music, I think. Do I hear the music? Yep. All right, we'll see you next week. Till then, study. All right, take care.